This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, following the podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast, of course, our video feed here on 94WIP YouTube page. All right, so yesterday on the Midday Show, we did Top 10 Tuesday, and we, we gave out our Top 10 Philadelphia Athletes right now. I've, I've kind of done a list like this for years. You know, used to write on the website, did it on the show yesterday. You know, the Top 10 Athletes in the City right now. And, you know, we could all make these lists. I, I had about like 23 or 24 names, and then I pared it down to 10. And it's it's there's a lot of good athletes in this city right now. So it's not easy to kind of finalize the list, but we all could have a similar kind of list, especially at the top. But what I think is is interesting and, and challenging looking forward is what will be the future of Philadelphia sports? And I say this with a couple caveats, then we'll get into the list. Top 10 athletes in this city five years from now. So five years from today, who will be the top 10? If we went back five years ago and looked at a list, if there's one that we could still find, or just to think back to who you would have put on a list five years ago, it would have been so wrong now. It's it's remarkable. Like five years ago, um, you know, Carson Wentz would have been on a list. Ben Simmons would have been on a list. Markel Fultz may have been on a list. Like you go down the list of, of possible guys five years ago that we thought would still be here, and it's laughable now. So I fully expect if someone finds this podcast five years from now that we're going to laugh at a lot of the names I have on here because they became busts or they got hurt or they left or whatever. And also in the next five years – these teams are going to require a bunch of good players that we don't know right now. Some will be draft picks. Some will be trades. You know, just let's just go back two years. You couldn't have envisioned A.J. Brown on a list of the current best athletes in Philadelphia because he was a Titan. And then, of course, he became an Eagle. And right now he is a top 10 athlete in the city. So here's my list. And then we'll get Tucker to hop in and react here of, of who I believe will be the top 10 athletes in Philadelphia five years from now. And – I actually found this to be challenging from the perspective of the a lot of the best athletes right now are in their primes. They're around the age of 29, 30, 31. And the reality is they're probably not going to be top athletes five years from now when they're 34, 35, 36. Now, a lot of these guys are under contract, especially the Phillies guys. They're under contract for that time period. Joel Embiid, in under contract, not quite that long, but we can envision him being here if they don't trade him away or he doesn't ask for a trade. So there are great players in this city right now 
that will probably still be here five years from now, but I'm not sure they're actually going to be top 10 athletes in the city five years from now. Like Bryce Harper will be here. And are we sure he's going to be a top athlete in this city five years from now? I'm not. He's had a lot of injuries lately. He may have to go to first base. Maybe he ends up being a DH. Like, I, I don't know, five years from now. Maybe he's still raking, but maybe he's not. A guy like Trey Turner, you're not going to see on my list because right, I didn't even have a top 10 athlete today when we did the list yesterday in the Midday Show, let alone five years from now. Hopefully he bounces back, but that, that takes a lot of projection and hope and crossing your fingers because so far he hasn't performed that level. So here it is. He, here's how I ranked the top 10 athletes in Philadelphia five years from right now. Number one, we'll go one through 10 and then get Tucker to, to react here. Number one on the list is Jalen Hurts. I, I put Jalen Hurts at the top. And I put that with some uncertainty because of the kind of quarterback he is. We just talked yesterday in the podcast about how should he run less? Will he run less? Can he hold up? You know, I think about quarterbacks like Cam Newton, Steve McNair. You know, they they fell off. Russell Wilson. Now, is it going to happen for Jalen Hurts seven years from now or three years from now? I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I believe in Hurts. I believe in his ability to take care of his body, how smart he is, how hard of a worker he is. Barring some sort of tremendous injury – I think he will be good enough and important enough to still be a top athlete in the city five years from now. And if he's still really good, then you know he's going to occupy one of the top two spots. That's how it works when you're the quarterback of the Eagles and you play at a high level. So Jalen Hurts, number one, five years from now. Number two on my list, I have Andrew Painter, the Phillies pitching prospect that right now is just throwing bullpen sessions down in Clearwater, and they're trying to work his way back from this elbow injury that he had in spring training. I a lot of young pitchers have injuries. They do. And, we, you know, we're not fully out of the woods yet with Andrew Painter. You know, if this goes bad or has a re, you know, he goes backwards, a little relapse, he could head for Tommy John surgery. It is very possible. But that doesn't preclude him from becoming what I think he was becoming in the minor league, which is a great pitching prospect. I, every time I watched him, I saw a highlight. I watched an inning. He reminded me of a young Justin Verlander. And the one thing about this whole rehab thing that I do agree with his agent Scott Boris is he's got a long runway like Andrew Painter could pitch for 20 years look about Justin Verlander Max Scherzer if he's as good as everyone thinks so although he could help the Phillies now big picture is you know it, it kind of matters more what he does three four five six seven eight nine years from now and I, I believe Andrew Painter is going to be a tremendous pitcher everything points to that his his size his stuff his strikeout to walk ratio he's just so advanced for a pitcher his age even with this little setback once he gets on the mound, he could dominate. He could dominate baseball for a long time. You know, Jacob deGrom had a Tommy John surgery when he was in the minor leagues. And I know now he's Mr. Injury, but you know, Jacob deGrom had a run when he got to the big leagues, let's say 2014, 15, until a couple years ago, where he did pitch a lot. And he pitched outrageously good. And at one point became the best pitcher in baseball, although he wasn't pitching a lot. He was the best pitcher. Andrew Painter could, could end up with that kind of ceiling. I, I really do believe there's a ceiling of, Verlander, DeGrom, you know, Max Scherzer. He has that kind of ability at a young age. Number two on my list, Andrew Painter. Number three, I'm going Devontae Smith. Now, I was, you might remember, I was skeptical, worried, you know, apprehensive about the Eagles drafting Devontae because of his size. He is a better player in the NFL than I thought he'd be. And I thought he'd be good. I just worried about longevity. And I have been impressed through two years with how physical he is and his ability to stay on the field. Now he did get banged up in the Super Bowl with his ankle. I, you know, it's probably the best time to have be have to be in a boot after a game. It's a Super Bowl. It's the offseason. 
I don't think it's going to hold it back. He was at OTAs. You know, he had a softball game. There's nothing out there about how that injury, whatever it was, maybe an ankle sprain or whatever is going to hold it back. But for the most part, for his first two years in the NFL, he's been absolutely durable, really productive. He is a great route runner. He is faster than I think people think, more physical than people think. He has some Marvin Harrison in him. He's got some Heinz Warden in him with his, his willingness to block at a small size. And Devontae Smith strikes me as someone who is a lifelong pro. He came in the NFL as a pro. He, he will be a pro as Hulker, and I, I mean by his work ethic. You could just see, that, you know, there were stories written about him early that he was already thinking about his con- his first contract. Like it's, I look at Devontae, and I think he is wired to be a productive wide receiver for 15 years, or as long as his speed and agility and body hold up. And I could see him putting up big numbers, very productive for a long time. The only apprehension I had with him was, you know, and we'll get to this other name coming up a little bit, you know, are the Eagles really going to invest in two wide receivers and a quarterback? I think they're, you know, around the NFL, how many teams have done that? How many teams have done that where they pay big money to the quarterback and multiple wide receivers? It's not many. Usually you have the quarterback and then you choose a receiver. We'll see if the, the Bengals do it when they have to make a decision on their receivers coming up in a couple of years. But I, I'm going to imagine Devontae is going to be here. Devontae Smith, number three. Number four, and this is all projection, I love this guy, Nolan Smith. I want, I would have been okay the Eagles taking him where, you know, where they were in the top half of the first round. To get him where they did in the bottom half of the first round, great pick. His leadership, his kind of personality. It all reminds me of Brandon Graham. And I think he's going to be a productive edge rusher in the NFL. Nolan Smith, number four on my list. Number five, a guy that I I think we've almost underrated. I thought about him at the bottom of my top 10 for right now. And that is Landon Dickerson. I think because of Lane Johnson, because of Jason Kelsey, he's almost been, you know, overshadowed with how good he's been his first couple of years. He's already a pro bowler in the NFL playing a position that you know, I'm not sure people thought he'd be long-term at left guard. He's kind of looked at the, the, Kelsey, the first Kelsey replacement. Obviously, Jurgens is the second one here in the last couple of years Eagles have drafted. But Dickerson has all the ability to be an all-pro for years to come. Landon Dickerson, number five. So my top five, Hertz, Painter, Devontae, Nolan Smith, Landon Dickerson. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And here's where I do 6 through 10, and, and I think there's a big wide you know array of these guys that either will not be top 10 guys five years from now or could be gone replace like this is it's kind of big and and hopeful projection number six is Tyrese Maxey assuming the Sixers keep him and he continues an upward trajectory he could be an all-star guard in the NBA and a 23 24 25 point per game score his three-point jump in the last few years you know shooting from three has been amazing number seven I have Jordan Davis and there's a couple of things in this, and this might be one that Tucker, when he hops on a few minutes, disagrees with. But one, it's I was looking for players that are going to be 30 or less, 30 or younger, five years from now. It's 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 not easy to find those guys. Like I could have picked another Phillies minor leaguer, maybe Mick Abel, but you know I've never you know we got to see him get close or put up big minor league numbers. He hasn't done that yet. 
Um, I still believe in Jordan Davis. I am not as down on him after one year as everybody else is. I will buy into the athleticism, the freak athleticism, and I think he takes a big jump this year. Jordan Davis is my number seven. Number eight, and I say this with cross fingers, is Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, if you ask me to predict a couple guys in this list that I, we could look back on and say, man, that was a miss, the way we would have missed on Fultz or Simmons or Wentz a few years ago, it, it's Jalen Carter for all the reasons why he wasn't the first or second or third pick in the draft. The red flags are real. And I think it's silly that everyone pretends they're not there. What worries me more about Jalen Carter is the – work ethic and the drive more than a mistake. And I'm not trying to downplay what happened there. It was a tragedy for some people. And he was part of that. But a lot of young people make silly, dumb mistakes with decisions. If you're not driven and you're not loving of the game, will you put the work in? I, I have reservations about Jalen Carter, although the talent is, is overwhelming. Number eight is Jalen Carter. Number nine is Bryson Stott. Number 10 is Jordan Mailata. They're the only two on this list that will be 30 or above five years from now. If I had a pick of the young Phillies, Stott, Marsh, Bohm, that will be here and still be you know, a, a top 10 player in the city five years from now, I believe the most in Stott. And with Jordan Mailata, he'll be 31. So that you know, there's still a lot of runway for him, kind of like we have with Lane and, and Kelsey, if he continues to play at a high level, that he could play and play well for a long time. So everybody else will still be under 30. Hertz, Painter, Devontae, Nolan Smith, Landon Dickerson, Tyrese Maxey, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, Bryson Stott, Jordan Mailata. Those are my 10, my top 10 five years from now. Tucker, when you hear the list, give, give me some reactions. Um, my first thought before you give yours is it's less star-studded, it feels like, than the one we have now. And it'll probably change, right? Like some of these teams will acquire players that we have no idea who they are right now, and they'll be great. But it feels like the young guys here, there's like, uh, there's like a soft underbelly. I'm not sure how good these guys are going to become. Yeah, and you know, it, it, the first thing that stuck out to me is just how much good young talent the Eagles have, how locked and and, and stocked they are. Um, you know, with with talent, not just with Jalen Hurts. Why I agree, probably is the number one choice there. And I do think it's worth noting, kind of in an exercise like this, if you were to put like the betting odds on the lines, like Jalen Hurts being number one would be like two to one, three to one. Like it, it's not. You know, you're not getting minus odds on Jalen Hurts being the top athlete in the city five years from now. But, I mean, think of the the number of Eagles you have on both sides of the ball. Guys like Hurts, Smith, Mylotta, Davis. Uh, you threw Nolan Smith as well as Devontae Smith in there. Um, their ability to just go out and, and get young talent and keep this thing rolling. And that was something I, I thought they really struggled with as Carson Wentz tried to take his – ascension into you know kind of franchise quarterback stardom they didn't have any other young talent to grow with them like he was stuck with an older team that you know kind of transitioned when he got to what should have been his prime and didn't work out Jalen Hurts doesn't seem like they're prone to repeat that mistake they've done a really good job of surrounding him with young talent on both sides of the ball and I also think you know just looking at, at the rest of the list there are a lot of guys here that maybe are, you know, franchise players, guys like Bryce Harper, guys like Joel Embiid, who didn't touch this list, who, you know, maybe you would have considered, maybe Bryce Harper in five years when he's, what, 35, 36 years old, he's kind of just chasing home runs, hitting 260 and maybe trying to bash 40 home runs a year. Um, or Joel Embiid, if he still is here, then who, who knows how productive he is or or if he's kind of broken down due, due to injuries and, and just high minutes on his body. But 
I also think you didn't really have to try that hard to fill out this list, right? Like it, it, we weren't scraping the bottom of the barrel. We're not picking guys who aren't here. We're not picking, you know, a Philly single A prospect who has as much a shot as making the, the major league roster as he does not getting above double A. So I, I don't know if there's a ton of top end talent there. Like outside of Jalen Hurts, there aren't really a ton of superstars or guys who are going to be contending for MVP. But the fact that you're able to fill out a list with this many guys under the age of 30 who will be under the age of 30, you know, five years from now, I think is, is incredibly impressive and says a lot about the direction these franchises are heading. Yeah, there there is a lot there. It's a good point. Um, I, I, it, well, I didn't struggle. I mean, actually, when I made the list, um, I had to cut a few, which actually I think says a lot. So, so here are five names I didn't put on the list. Carter Hart. I think the Flyers in this rebuild probably more likely to trade him than keep him for five years. I didn't put Trey Turner, who the Phillies obviously think will be productive five years from now. They gave him an 11-year contract. Doesn't look good in year one, but they they think he'll be productive. I didn't put Bryce Harper, and he certainly could age well enough as a hitter to still be a top 10 athlete in the city five years from now. I didn't put A.J. Brown, who will be, I believe, just around 30 or 31 five years. I think he's 25, uh, unless you're at his age 24, 25 season. He's in that range. You know, he could still be on this list. We've seen receivers age well and, and, and long into their NFL career, like an Anquan Bolden making a lot of catches. He could still be on this list. And I didn't put N'Kobe Dean, not because I don't believe in N'Kobe. I just don't think the Eagles will give him a second contract. So, yeah, it wasn't hard to make a list. I actually cut five guys that could be here, um, and that didn't even include a guy like Joel Embiid, who might be here. I just think his body will give out or a trade will happen by then. The future is bright in Philadelphia. Five years from now, Hertz, Andrew Painter, Devontae Smith, Nolan Smith, Landon Dickerson, those will be the five best athletes in the city. Appreciate everyone listening. Back tomorrow. Thanks for following the podcast and, of course, our 94 WIP YouTube page. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.